Let the Monday morning ruckus begin. I am Jay Cleveland Payne, bringing you things you might not have heard, where we'll present for you in moments the weekend's latest information, politics, current events, and pop culture news. We are a go-to supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news. We have it all here, and we let you get in on the secret. Though, actually, the secret is you are the secret. You are the special sauce that makes this happen. You tell us what stories are most conversational so we know what to talk about. We're going to present for you in just a moment 10 stories for the weekend that were from the top 30 stories that were rated by you. And you literally put them in there. We picked 10 to curate more of the best ones, if you will. A little of a kind of a iffy day, if you will, because it was kind of everything was overtaken by a couple big stories. But we do have a lot of stuff there to make your day conversational so you can start off with great conversations with people wherever you are. Coming up with that one, make sure you stop by our website. This is a conversation project.com for more details on the conversation project. Give us about 14, 15 minutes and we'll get to the second show, the fun stuff, if you will, after a little bit of a break for promotions and ads. Now, let's get into the flow, into the flow, if you will, with the stories for today. Today happens to be Monday, September 11th, 2023. Yes, that will play a big part of the show today. And we're going to get into some headlines from the past weekend that you deemed were extremely conversational. So the stories, that's what we're going to pick up on. First headline is this one right here. Escape convict Danilo Calvante spotted in altered appearance, Pennsylvania police said. This story actually... Um, hmm. So let's back up a second. Uh, we're now we actually don't have the stories listed in here, so I'm going to read the stories without the um, for folks who aren't watching the video without the actual listing. So bear with me because we didn't actually upload that part when we saved everything. Sometimes things happen. It's Monday, September 11th, and lots of going on. Starting off with the first story, which is actually convicted convict Danilo Cavante spotted with altered appearance. Pennsylvania police say uh, this came in from ABC News. This story actually very much very much uh, became more and more developing as weekend came. First was the story that he changed his appearance. He put on a hoodie. Yes. He shaved his face. Yes. Still caught on cameras in security places around the area. And he stole a van and drove away probably. So he even called some old co-workers to get some, to get some help. He's now no longer more or less in that area, I believe. This is now a nationwide search because they don't know where he is. They're able to get out of the containment area to move on to some other place. This man is highly dangerous for, you know, two murders and all that great stuff. So we'll see how things go, go forward on that one. A widespread outage leaving Cash App users without access to their money. This happened on early in, in the early in the weekend, where Cash App was down. Also, Square was down. Now, Cash App's had some issues, a lot, a lot of issues lately. For the people who are unbanked, who use Cash App as their electronic means of m money, it's becoming an issue that is becoming an issue. Number one, for weeks at a time, Cash App's been double booking people, double billing people. I had that happen me personally where I went to the barbershop, used my Cash App card, and then the next day, she charged me again and took about three or four days for it to clear up. Didn't know what was going on. My barber no longer takes Cash App at their shop. Square as well was also down for a bit on um, weekend. It's back up, back to normal. So if you have money in your Cash App, it's available. But be a little wary. It's not an actual bank, which is kind of the problem. Moving on to the next story, Bar Drew Barrymore announces her talk show will return amid the SAG WGA strikes. Why don't we call it the WGA? I'm not sure. But Drew Barrymore is going to bring back her show 
in a few weeks. Uh, launched in 2020, uh, built for sensitive times and, and helped people make sense of human experiences. It was a show that was essentially scrapped from some other show. Basically, some other distributor had the time slot and turned that slot into Drew Barrymore's show. I can't even remember which, which one at this time. They all just sort of seem to flip on top of each other. And it's coming back. It's coming back even though the strike's going on. I don't know how many writers are actually behind the scenes for these type of talk shows. I mean, it's amazing how many writers work on shows like at late night because they're writing jokes, and writing monologues and things like that. But it's going to be a pretty big deal. I'm sure that all the sevens and beef, I bet Wendy Williams had a lot of writers and just go through the internet checking her own stuff. We'll see how this thing plays out and who actually will show up to do the work. Will Drew sit there behind the laptop, scrolling in her own MacBook, pulling stories for herself and doing her own research and calling in people for her own guest? We shall see. Mila Kunis, Kunis, Ashton Kutcher say they're aware of the pain their letters defending Danny Masterson's cause. We found out after the sentencing of Danny Masterson, 30 years in prison for various rape charges, that uh, he got a lot of support from his friends, which you expect. A lot of support from his famous actor friends, especially the very tight-knit group around that 70s show. And, of course, Ashton Kutcher also, also had Danny Masterson a part of his show on Netflix, the, the, the ranching show he had going there to kind of keep things going on. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher both wrote letters to the judges on his character, and many other people did as well. Now, the, one of the biggest things uh, that came out from this in social media, number one, Topher Grace was training because basically everybody says Topher Grace was right to basically not hang out with these people at all when they worked on that 70s show. And number two, Mila Kunis and Ashley Kutcher are very, very big um, supporters of groups that deal with people that uh, are human trafficked, very big into child molestation, things like that, taking care of people who have been through those things and the suffering and the pain in the aftermath. And the fact that Danny Masterson is essentially accused of trafficking and sexual battery is kind of a bad thing. Very bad look. And they said they understand people don't like it. But they also known Masterson for 25 years and they consider him a friend and consider him a good person. And so they wrote character writtenness letters to the judge and didn't quite work out in those cases. We have talked a lot in the last couple of weeks about celebrities getting broken up. This is Celebrity Goat Group finally getting together officially, no longer shacking up. It is Chris Evans and Alba Batista. Intimate at-home wedding happening. Also another one happened this past weekend was one that was a long-time shack up, and that was for uh, Robin, Robin um, Roberts of Good Morning America fame. She's not here. Chris Evans is what we're talking about in the listing. A very private ceremony that was locked down tight that was so locked down, nobody really knew about it till maybe a few days after it was done that it happened. Uh, go look for all the stories on online and see how you got fooled or how you may may or not care. Now, there's a lot of people who go back and forth on Chris Evans's relationship with Alba Baptista, but at this point, it's a beautiful marriage from a beautiful wedding. We hope this one lasts. We hope they all last. This one we hope lasts as well. One of the bigger stories that overtook the weekend was a powerful earthquake in Morocco happening Saturday morning our time and I guess very, very late Friday their time in, in the evening where over 800 people initially were marked dead in the first couple hours when we first posted this. That number is now around 2010 or something like that, maybe close to 3,000 3, than we know. Many people um, dying, many people suffering from that earthquake, the strongest one in 100 years in the area, and from an area where most of the place was rural area, rural area, uh, not very heavily constructed, and the construction there in Morocco, 
not up to the more or less the codes we have here, especially since they don't have powerful earthquakes like this all the time. Uh, most of the, the houses are more or less like adobe houses, just basically clay, no rebar, nothing reinforced on those ends. A lot of cleanup, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of people still looking for survivors in this area. So the sport that is politics merged with the sports that is football this weekend in a lot of ways. A big way to get some of your face out there is to show up at some ball games, show up some local games and see what's going on. And Iowa had a big old game this week. So there was some dueling Iowa um, campaigning out there. Both Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis showed up at the Iowa game. Trump actually sat in a box and was in a private suite because he's the president of the Secret Service. And he did some waving to the fans. Got some cheers. Got some booze. It's, it happens. It happens. Meanwhile, the big story about the weekend is what they did. Um, Trump went to a frat house. Like, tailgating in a frat house. Flipped some burgers. Threw some balls around. Not toilet paper rolls. Balls. And just had a good old time with some folks. He basically outdrew anybody who was in the state. Uh, the bigger draw. The other big draw was, of course, DeSantis, who went to a basically a, a big old pep rally. And kind of stood out in the tent and did his talking. But Trump did the frat thing. Didn't consume anything. But flipped some burgers and hung out with the boys. And had a good time. We'll see how this plays up election time. The ratings for the Pat McAfee show in ESPN debut were down year to year. This is from Awful Announcing, and they're sort of piling on in a sense, but Pat McAfee had a pretty big weekend. Number one on Friday, it was announced that he would be a part of the lineup for First Take. He'd have a day with Stephen A. Smith one day a week. I think it's going to be Tuesday, where he gets a chance to be on there to help promote ESPN, promote him the Saturday show being on um, Saturday game day, and his now show's radio slash YouTube show that is now on ESPN. The big thing is... They was brought on to simulcast to ESPN Plus and YouTube to bring in viewers from younger viewers who are going to watch this stuff because they're not watching the old guys do it anymore. And so far, the views are down. Essentially, the old guys who are still watching it saw Pat McAfee and like, yeah, we don't need this. McAfee is toning things down, essentially not dropping the M-bomb on his on his um, YouTube stuff, on his video streaming stuff, his actual radio career stuff. He was on things like Sirius XM, so doesn't matter. He can cuss as he wants to. He's on private channels there. Uh, here we'll see what happens as time will come, whether McAfee will take on the role and take on as a great person, personality for ESPN on their television channels. Maybe he'll go the way of Deadspin and not work out as well. Martin Short receives outpouring of love from Hollywood peers after a nasty hit piece. The Independent.co.uk gave us the story, but the actual story came from an actual article written, an, an article that basically said that Martin Short is like the worst comedian ever and should be canceled. Now, after this came out, and I think it was in Vanity Fair, I don't have it in here in the actual notes here, but it came out early on Friday, uh, all sorts of love came out for Martin Short being who he is. Clips of things he did. More clips of him bashing Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, I'm sorry, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Kimmel is a whole other thing. And the 73-year-old actor took to his uh, his love and affection with lots and lots of just just gratitude on this one. Uh, lots of clips, lots of cameo rolls, lots of things popped up there, and many of words of kindness from various other people. Martin Short getting the love that he deserved on this one. Now, whether you think he's a great comedian or not, Having a, such a long career, storied career, if you will, of doing this stuff, and of course right now doing what he's doing in Only Murders in the Building, you got to give the guy, you know, props for being a survivor. 
also surviving on the citizens of New York City who are now surviving, or have survived, I should say, the, the city, which is so expensive that they're now moving to another city named after another state, oddly enough, Jersey City. New York City residents are leaving New York City to go to Jersey City because, um, yeah, I guess. Um, across the river, Jersey City is a place where apartments are cheaper, life is sweeter, and it's just not New York City. Um, one bedroom at Jersey City right now was is $3,280 a month in August. Um, and that's up now because literally everybody's moving to Jersey City. I'm not sure why anyone would want to live in Jersey City. I'm not really sure why people want to live in New York other than the fact it's there. But Jersey City, here they come. We will do errors, emissions, and apologies. The biggest error and omission is the fact that we didn't get the stories for the video folks in the feed to, to read along with us. So sorry about that. Uh, but as far as actual stories that we didn't cover, two of them that were pretty uh, well established in the top 30 this morning were baby stories. Elon Musk bio confirms third child with Grimes named Techno Maximus or something like Mechanimus. At least you can spell those that name. And ASAP Rocky and Rihanna's child. Their one-month-old has a child. They has a child. They have a child. Birth name is revealed, and we're not going to give it to you because we're that type of people. Luckily, we did actually save in the teaser story here, so we can talk about that and go in deeper in detail into the stories that are what you have for how we work this feeds. And so if you're curious about those feeds or how we get the stories to talk about every morning, it's very simple. You go to Facebook and X. You can call it Twitter if you want to, but it's X. And you go to our feeds on X at TH underscore conversation. And Facebook, this is a conversationproject.com, or this is a conversation project to say. And you find those feeds. And as you're checking your feeds on Facebook and Twitter and X anyway, see our stories, engage in them. And the higher engagement they get, the higher chance we have to talk about them. The 10 stories we talked about this morning were in the top 30 stories of the weekend. For Tuesday through Friday, we'll give you eight stories from top 15. We'll be talking about this one for tomorrow. Federal railroad inspectors find alarming number of defects on Union Pacific this summer. A lot of issues with trains in the past couple of years. A lot of issues with trains in the past couple of years. A lot of issues with defects on the railroad, railroad for Union Pacific specifically that they found while studying the issues with the trains. Will this cause more train issues or actually train fixes? We'll be talking about this one tomorrow as one of the eight stories that I've pulled from the top 15. You let me know by going to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and just engage in the stories. Literally, the more you engage in the story, the better chance we have of talking about it. It is that gosh darn simple. Well, it's also gosh darn simple is the fact that we have to talk about advertising. And advertising is big this weekend or this past weekend and will be for the next 17, 18, 19 weeks because rah, 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 football. YouTube TV is a place to be for your football, all your sports needs, all your TV needs, 100 streaming channels live. There. We'll give you an extra $15 off for using our affiliate link. There. You get $8 off first three months anyway as a brand new user. Yes. This is the best way to cut the cord. Yes. Local channels. Yes. Oh, here's the selling point. For those of you who are watching the video, you can see a picture, a very bad picture of my TV where I watched yesterday two football games at once on the NFL because not because I'm paying for a Sunday ticket, which is there as well. Picture in picture on the app. It is there. You have anything you need, anything you want. All the TV stuff is there. Plus, you can access to Max and Showtime and NFL Sunday ticket, the exclusive home. Those other folks say they have it. The exclusive home for NFL Sunday ticket is right here on 
YouTube TV. Use our affiliate link and it is simple to get there. This is a conversationproject.com slash YouTube TV. This is a conversationproject.com slash YouTube TV. This is a conversationproject.com slash YouTube TV. I can now watch the CBS and NBC or Fox games uh, at the same time and just go switch back and forth and keep an eye on both games and worry my fantasy uh, players uh, a bit in real time. It's awesome. It's awesome. Oh, by the way, it's awesome. Find other sponsors at our website, our sponsors page, but check out YouTube TV and get yourself some money off. And now is the time. Now is the time to cut that cord. Conversation Project lives at this. It's a conversationproject.com. A bit of promotion for us. If you like what we're doing, go to our page and click on the sponsorships link and help us do more stuff. If you don't like what we're doing, email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com and let us know what we're doing not so great. We'll try to fix it and hopefully you'll like us. And if you're already sort of engaged and don't want to commit to us financially, we'll understand that. Put in the work so we can get the work done. Follow us on our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash This Is Conversation Project and Twitter or X. It is TH underscore conversation. Follow the feeds. Engage in the stories. Like, love, hate, share the stories. As more engagement comes, we get a better idea of what stories are, quote unquote, more engaging. Therefore, we get an idea of the stories we should talk about every single weekday morning on things you might not have heard and for the weekend for the weekly wrap-up. Great addition to the weekly wrap-up this weekend, so check it out. It's still relevant for stories that were last week, but prepare you for the stories coming up this week. And we just thank you just for being family. Now, we have thank you for sticking around so much, so you have earned a treat of the food, the good stuff, the fun stuff. And the fun stuff begins right now. We always begin our fun stuff with birthdays, and it is September 11th, which is going to play a big deal into today's second show. So birthday wishes going out to these folks on September 11th. First off, Harry County Jr., who's 56 years old on the day, Taraji P. Henson, 53, and Tyler Holchin, the current TV Superman, is 36 years old. Only 36, so that's why on that one. Happy birthday to my cousin, my great cousin Brittany, who, um, you know, was unfortunate to be born on this day, as those folks are, because it's always remembered, but always remembered for other things. Because after after September 11th, it was the second thing people thought of in the family on her birthday because of the attack. So I always make a very special uh, a plea to, to, as I say, say happy birthday to my ugly cousin. She's not ugly. She's extremely beautiful. But say happy birthday to my ugly cousin, Brit- ugly cousin, Brisson, ugly cousin, Brittany. On her birthday, September 11. And September 11 is a part of the history lesson, of course, as time goes on. Starting off first in 1954 for this 9-11-2023, going back to 54. The Miss America pageant made its network debut on TV on ABC on this day, way, way, way back when. In 1962, the Beatles recorded their first single, Love Me Do, Singles should say, Love Me Do and P.S. I Love You at the EMI Studios in London. P.S. I Love You, not so much a bigger hit, but Love Me Do, obviously a large track for the Beatles. And in 2001, coordinate attacks resulted in collapse of the World Trade Center in New York City, destruction of the western portion of the Pentagon in Arlington, Virginia, and a passenger airline crash in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. In total, 2,970 people were killed in September 11. 2001 attacks. Now, we remember December 7th as a day that lives in infamy, but that day is about 80 years ago. So as time goes on, it's hard to remember these things. This will be the 22nd year since the 
attacks on September 11th. And while it's a big deal to me, because it was a really big deal at the time to me, it was 22 years ago, and there's a whole generation of people who don't remember and literally, you know, weren't born uh, coming of age in the, now in their 20s, now literally 22 years old, 23 years old coming so as this thing happened. And they don't actually understand what's happening. It's important for us to keep remembering, keep talking about it, you know, never remember, never, never forget, always remember, because at some point in time, even we will start to forget and start to lapse off. This is something that every generation seems to have something that's massive that happens to them. And sometimes it's a local thing. Sometimes it's a national thing. Sometimes it's a world thing. This is one for us to take in. And it's important for us who truly remember what happened, even though it was 20 years ago. We can barely remember that the 80s was 40 years ago. This was 20 years ago. And we need to make sure we keep the facts straight on this one. Still plenty of conspiracy theories out there about that, including some from 45. But keep our facts straight and keep this in our memory. But we're not going to celebrate this one. Today we're going to celebrate, oddly enough, Hot Cross Buns Day. Why Hot Cross Buns Day? Well, as soon as I saw it, it was on today. Number one, I didn't want to do September 11, as September 11, Patriots Day. So we went with that one. Hot Cross Buns is the national day where people celebrate the uh, buns, which have currants or raisin baked into the bun. What a sweet flavor. There's a cross across them when they bake for hot crosses. They are very popular around Easter for Good Friday. But, of course, why are we celebrating Hot Cross Buns Day? Because our recorders and our flutophones. It was the first song we learned in music, Hot Cross Buns. Hot Cross Buns. One a penny, two a penny, Hot Cross Buns. Keep that earworm in your head all day because it will be. It's stuck there. I did that. I did that. I call that play, Chuck. I did that. And finally, one more thing you might not have heard. It's been 20 years since early September, 20 years ago. McDonald's launched its I'm Loving It campaign. The fast food giant uh, came up with the campaign back in 2003 in Germany, and then it made its way around the world within the next month. So they may not say the words ever often more, but still hit the jingle. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That came from the I'm Loving It campaign 20 years this September of loving McDonald's. And, of course, more than that of actually eating it because we can't get away from it. But the jingle, the slogan, I'm Loving It, 20 years old this year. Big rib coming back. Nobody knows. In the meantime, let's celebrate today, whether you want to celebrate Hot Cross Buns Day or Patriot Day. Take some time to remember where you were, if you were 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 back on this day 22 years ago. And if you weren't, ask somebody how it affected them. It affected everybody because it literally stopped the world, or at least stopped America pretty much in its tracks, the world itself watching what was going on. For for three days, there were no flights going through time. People were just sort of stuck in places. If you want to chat about me, email me. If you want to chat about my experience, I was in the Air Force. It was the day I pinned on my captain's rank, and it was an amazing thing as I literally watched the second plane go into the tower, uh, watching CNN Live that morning, preparing for a conference I was going to, and then having to literally drive from Utah to Atlanta, to get back from the conference because there were no planes flying. It was an amazing experience. It was a lot of things learned from that. It was some things that literally changed my life and put me on the path to be here today. That's a longer story, but we can talk about that or your experiences. Just email me at the conversation inbox, the conversation inbox at gmail.com, and we can chat that up. In the meantime, let's stop chatting because we're done with the show today. We are finished. It is time to prepare for a grand September 11th, Monday, if you will, so to enjoy it.
Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your day, however your day plays out. And be back with us tomorrow. We have eight stories for you tomorrow that you will help us pick out. Hopefully, I'll actually do it right for the video and have the slides there ready to go. But, you know, sometimes these things don't happen. Today, at least, I had the actual script, so that happens. Let's do this again tomorrow, shall we? Thank you, all, folks, for being here.